Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio. Beep. Beep. It was a recipe for disaster. For course meal of no serene. Hey, what's Pac-Man, everybody? Welcome to the Cynical Cartoons Podcast, where today I'm talking about the Disney animated Chicken Little with my friend Ian Schrank. Ian's pronouns are he, him, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, my handle is at StopTweetingMia. Thanks for listening to Cynical Cartoons for another week. I'm Mia Marchant, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm here if you need to talk. So Chicken Little, made in 2006, this was made in an era where Disney Animation was trying to compete with the success of stuff uh, from Pixar and from DreamWorks, and basically every 3D animated film they made sucked. Uh, Going to rattle some off. Let me know if you've seen these. Bolt. I've heard of John it. John Travolta. Okay. Chicken Little. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I didn't know John Travolta <laughs> was in that. Yeah, yeah. John now Travolta I see- no, I don't. is the eponymous Bolt, the mm-hmm. titular Bolt, and uh, Hannah Montana's in there too. I don't know. It's not good. I mean, if if I had to think of a duo that I'd like to see on screen, (laughs) John Travolta and Miley Cyrus. Yeah, it's top 10, but it's not my top five. Right. (laughs) Um, Valiant? I did see that. Carrier Pigeons? No, I saw that at the drive-in. It was a double feature with Sky High. Oh, dear Lord. Okay, that's holy 2006, Batman. It's, that's crazy. It's, it's the most 2006 <laughs> sentence, and I remember parts of Sky High. That's all I can say for Valiant. Right. Chicken Little, of course you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Classic film. Great. The Wild. Oh, not Madagascar. <laughs> no, not right. Madagascar, but The Wild. Not Zootopia, <laughs> but The not Wild. Not even Zootopia. <laughs> and Mars Needs Moms, which... um nobody's seen not even the people that worked on it i don't think yeah oh what a piece of shit oh my god that one's a that one's a stay tuned that one's coming on the podcast see that one along with bolt brought me into a very odd era which <laughs> i'd say of tv commercials that i remember because i haven't seen either of those movies. right but you've seen all the commercials when you were watching like teacher's pet or some shit yeah Brandy, remember Mr. the teacher's Whiskers. pet movie <laughs> yes i do <laughs> i watched that at the YMCA. <laughs> yeah, my, my entire childhood, like whenever I'm like, oh yeah, I saw that movie when I was watching it on a TV at Costco or at the <laughs> YMCA or when my parents left me in the playroom at Ikea. Like it's never like I watched that in the safety of my own home. All the rooms are playrooms at Ikea. Yeah. 
And um, I think they only show like Swedish stuff, right? And the TVs at IKEA. No, there was like there was like a kids play area or whatever where they I, would like have it was it I was, was there like the other day and at the kids section they were showing one of the how to train your dragons. I'm like cuz it's vaguely Scandinavian is that the, <laughs> it might have just they been just a kids a movie and like maybe Hilda. I'm making the assumption here. Right. Um, some little trivia facts about Chicken Little. This is all from IMDb, so I have not checked for its authenticity. There are 250,000... Like you said that it was 2006 when it was clearly 2005. That can't be true. Yeah, it's 2005. You're right. That's yeah. okay. I the, didn't I didn't want to like publicly embarrass you before, no, but no, I came around on it. drag me, King. Do yeah. it. <laughs> there are 250,000 feathers on Chicken Little. Rendered... So I was actually, before I got here, I was talking with a friend like, sorry, I need to go talk about Chicken Little on a podcast. And she said, that just brought me back to seeing a Disney Channel behind the scenes featurette during commercials. And they went on and on about rendering the feathers. <laughs> like it was this grand achievement in animation. And then animation. you watch the movie and it's so incredibly shitty looking. It's so terrible. Because I, I remember seeing the same thing about the fur in Monsters, Inc. And... Everyone was on board with that, like, oh, wow, that is an achievement. What a right. good movie. And right. no one has ever said that about the feathers in Chicken Little. Yeah, the dongle technology in this film, the way that all of the chickens have the little thing off their heads that waves around in the middle of every scene, incredible. <laughs> yeah, the Truly. dongle is really God's away. gift to, well, no, Chicken Little is God's gift to animation. Um, this was the first movie released in real D digital 3D format. So, like... You know, okay. f- go fuck yourself, Avatar. This was the first <laughs> real D movie. It's also the highest grossing film of all time. Go fuck yourself, Avatar. Uh, this was the last Disney animated theatrical movie to be released on VHS. So, okay. Chicken Little killed VHS. This is, these are a lot of landmarks here. Yeah. Uh, the movie made $314 million in the worldwide box office. How? How in the fucking world? Like, I watched this as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was ter. It's so terrible, and it was terrible in two thousand five. I remember. Do you remember? I was gonna say remember, but they're back now. You know the Kingdom Hearts games, right? I never played them though. I never had a PlayStation as a kid. Uh huh. I loved them. There was this one weird power up you could get in the second one where Chicken Little shows up, and it's very. It doesn't make much sense. He just shows there, glares menacingly, and a laser fires. And I read somewhere that they put that in last minute because it was not a popular movie in Japan, and they really wanted to boost sales for Chicken Little. Yeah, I'm looking at a, a little picture here. Is it Sora? Yep, with Chicken Little, like standing on his shoulders. They're they glare out. at demonic enemies <laughs> i wonder if he's in the new one you think he shows up <laughs> i don't oh, i don't boy. think disney wants you to remember Chicken oh Little. oh boy um this movie stars zach braff for some reason <laughs> of scrubs fame because originally it was supposed to be michael g fox michael j fox mm-hmm. couldn't get him he was too busy jerking off, fucking taking a nap. Who knows? Showing up in Clone High. He had better things to do with this. He, he was in Clone High. He plays God, Gandhi's kidney. Oh, Clone <laughs> High. Clone High. I was thinking Sky High because you mentioned earlier. I was like, Gandhi's kidney is in Sky High? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> I thought I remembered that movie. I guess I didn't. I don't remember that movie. <laughs> I remember there's a character named War and Peace. 
Oh boy. That's a name. What a movie. <laughs> um Who's the dad in it? Kurt Russell? Yeah, Kurt Russell's in that movie. <laughs> Uh, this movie stars Zach Braff, mm-hmm. uh, Amy Sedaris, Patrick Stewart, Joan Cusack, Wallace Shawn, Catherine O'Hara. So let's back up. Um, <sighs> yeah. Who did Patrick Stewart play? Patrick Stewart. I watched it again today. Oh, he's the teacher. Patrick Stewart is the teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And Amy Sedaris is Foxy Loxy. <laughs> oh. I don't remember her saying anything. Foxy Loxy? Yeah. She's the main villain in the movie. I mean, she, like, yeah, she, like, but like most, she's like, oh, chicken little, uh, baseball. Well, in all her baseball she stuff, she like. doesn't say anything. She just smiles and has braces. Like she doesn't have a lot of lines. That's true. Uh, when they're introducing Abby Mallard, though, she has the line where she says, <coughs> "Ugly duckling." They got Amy Sedaris for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was she doing in 2005? Like, sure, now she's in BoJack, but like, yeah, I guess. Who knows, and she's know. got those billboards all over. LA where she has like the whipped cream thing cooking on show yeah. yeah don't know what that is don't care to learn but I, like I mean it's Bojack. probably funny but it's probably on some paid subscription thing I'm never gonna get yeah I think like real TV true TV real 3d Who something knows? like that yeah real first, chicken little was the first real 3d did you know that I only I just, know that who, to start conversation who at parties. wants to see <laughs> who wants to see this movie in 3d like, what about this movie needs to be in 3D? It's not like there's a scene where they play ping pong and they're like fucking going at it. You well, know? when he hits the baseball and it goes right towards the camera, that does not happen. Oh, I'm boy. thinking of Spy Kids. I'm no. sorry, everyone. No, you just want that dongle in 3D, honestly. The fucking man. You know me. I want all the 3D dongles. Mm-hmm. Three dongle, as I like to call it. Real three dongle. <laughs> Uh, let's I think get into that, the is that movie. how they branded it. Yeah, let's get into this movie. Uh, Chicken Little's main character flaw is that I hate him, and he's a piece of shit, and I'm constantly praying for his quick and painful death every time he's on screen. What do you think? I think we need to separate the Zach Braff from the chicken. I think you're conflating the two right now. Oh, yeah, I feel that way about both of them, yeah. Okay, then it's equal parts that. I think the real elephant in the room is buck cluck the worst father in animation history yeah he sucks (laughs) i remember him being a shitty dad but as i watched it today it got worse because when he's talking to the principal i had a revelation that the principal is voiced by the same guy who voices the principal in a goofy movie because it's essentially the same scene when he's like, your son Max will end up on the electric chair, which is very like graphic for a goofy movie, but that's a reoccurring line. Isn't that what happens at the end? I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Doesn't Goofy ends up on like the electric chair no, on stage? No, uh, Pete does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. And so... The butt, butt Cluck played by Gary Marshall, by the way. Yeah. Classic <laughs> Hollywood type. Come on, Gary Marshall. Okay, and so... <laughs> You're better than that. <laughs> that made me think, wow, that's a very similar scene of him talking to the principal upset about his son. And I started noticing all these similarities. They're both single fathers. Right. Uh, the mother's out of the picture trying to raise the kid. But Goofy is so much better. He's always supportive. He's raising him on like a small job. And then when he loses his job, goes back to college for his kid. What the fuck has Buck Cluck done? Listen, if Nothing. you're going to compare every cartoon dad to Goofy... They're going to fail every time. Goofy's 10 out of 10 dad. Well, good thing I have more because when (laughs) he went over and looked at the picture of his dead wife, I thought of Finding Nemo. Marlon, another (laughs) great single father of kids animation, knocks it out of the park. Like Buck Cluck is the worst father in single father in animation history. 
And yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't deserve redemption at the end. No, 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 no. He sucks. And like, the, thing, the thing is that he only, his love for his son is entirely dependent on what his son has currently done at the time. Mm-hmm. Hates his son because his son embarrassed him. Loves his son because his son won the baseball game. Hates his son because his son embarrassed him again. Mm-hmm. Loves his son because it turns out his son was right all along. And it's like all so dependent upon the sky actually falling for this man to love his son. And so like, why should we care love. about him? Terrible. It's one of those things that like, I was going to say, I could say a lot about this movie, probably only twice. I appreciate the idea of you really need to talk things out with your father and have that open communication. Good right. message. Right. But I've known people with bad parents like this in real life. And usually the answer is you need to cut people out of your life if they're not good I, for you. I was about to and say. And Buck Cluck is one of them. <laughs> I was about to say, Abby does a lot of victim blaming in this movie. Chicken Little, you need to talk to your dad. Chicken Little, I read in Teen Vogue, you need to do this and this and this. And open communication. It's like go fuck yourself. Like we see him in the entire movie trying to connect to his dad. He's like, Hey, I don't care that I'm three inches tall. I'm going to join the baseball team. His Mm -hmm. dad's like, Oh, I don't know about that. So you should collect stamps. Right. Classic Gary Marshall ad lib. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it was scripted. I mean, it's hilarious how quickly Buck Cluck turns against chicken little Mm -hmm. in the first act of the film, the first three minutes, he's like, Oh, it was an acorn. Oh, sorry guys. (laughs) Oh, bye. And it's like, I guess that he's hometown hero. Like, mm-hmm. Buck Cluck's story is that he was the hometown hero. He was the baseball prodigy. Knocked up his high school girlfriend. She died. Got hit by a car. Who fucking cares? And then I mean, it seemed like kid. you were comfortable improvising backstory before. Just keep going with it. Be confident with it. No, that's it. He doesn't have more to his story. He's a boring piece of shit, and I hate him. But not <laughs> as much as I hate Chicken Little, the main character in this movie. No, I think I hate Buck Cluck more. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, Chicken Little is definitely doing his best. Mm-hmm. Um, he does suck as Hold a protagonist. On, let me look through. Did I have any more stuff that I hate about him? Because I really hate about Buck, Buck Cluck. Cluck. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Classic bad dad. Mm-hmm. But like, stupidly bad. I don't think he ever really realizes that he's the piece of shit. I think something about like when they finally talk and it's like, I'm sorry you thought you had to earn my love. It's like, I'm sorry you thought that. <laughs> I did nothing to project that. I'm a seven years old. How old is Chicken Little? Probably seven. Ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> he could be 15. He could be six. Who knows? He might be 15. <laughs> he might be 20. He'd probably stay the same size no matter how old he got. So this movie starts off with the sky falling, classic, mm-hmm. what you come to Chicken Little for. Sky mm-hmm. falling, nobody believes him. That's it. That's the whole story. No, people do believe him. That's the story. And then he was wrong. Right. I don't know the story of Chicken Little, well, but I've not, seen this movie, so I should probably know it better than I do. It's not much of a story. I think it's just this chicken thinks the sky's falling. He starts yelling about it. Everyone loses their shit. And then it's like, oh, he just got hit with an acorn. Kids, that's why you don't overreact to things. Don't be a chicken little. I think that's it. That's a terrible message. It's not kids. really like a story. This is when Disney was scraping the bottom of the barrel for right. classic tales about talking animals to retell. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like Redfish, Bluefish? Well, like You could do that as a full movie. I I'd think see it. Illumination's going to. I think yeah. that's slated for 2021. They're working on it. Charlie Day is attached. <laughs> Charlie Day is the bluefish. 
No, no one's He's confirmed to red it's, fish. It's yeah. just a bunch of red. It's just a bunch of fish running around. Like, hey guys, I was thinking about this thing the other day. Oh, I was thinking about that too. Tom hey, Hardy go, as blue fish. <laughs> Jake Johnson as one fish. <laughs> just the graveliest. <laughs> and then some like YouTuber will be two fish. Like a. People who do Let's Plays something. Somebody innocuous. Not PewDiePie. Not <laughs> PewDiePie. Are you hearing us, Illumination? And it would have a cameo from Real Big Fish. Okay, now we've oh, got our pitch. Boy. And all the cast of Big Fish. God damn it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Anyway, so it starts with the sky falling. Right. I and mean, that's essentially the chicken little story is the first five minutes. Yeah. I mean, basically, watch that. Leave the theater. Yeah. You're done. That's it. That's all you, you need. You can even to see. leave before Gary Marshall talks because there's no terrible father in the oh, originals. I forgot. The movie starts off with the most bullshit like, hey, you did you guys see Shrek? Hey, did you guys see Shrek? Hey, did you guys like Shrek? Like the way that Shrek opens up with the picture book and he's like, Oh, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> and this one, Buck Cluck is like, Oh, I'm gonna tell you a story. And uh here's a picture. No, I don't like the picture book thing. That's tried and true. How about this? And then they play half a second of the Lion King. I'm 10 seconds into this movie and I hate myself for watching it twice. <laughs> so that actually reminded me, was this the start of Disney's current phase of like sort of making fun of their past self? Like, oh, storybook stuff. We don't do that anymore because DreamWorks made fun of us. So now we're in on the joke. You can't marry I, someone you met that same day. Right. And the, like the same sort of stuff again and I, again. I feel like 90s Disney kind of had that. Yeah, nineties like Disney definitely did, but yeah, 20... like Hercules and stuff had like a lot of like in jokes about Disney animation tropes. Oh, like that. Yeah, Hercules did a little bit, but I feel like with the recent movies, they really want to push. No, no, we're cool now. Yeah, we're we making get it. fun of nineties Disney. Right. Yeah, which is like stuff that's lame. Here's a princess right. that's less lame. Which is for this movie to pretend like it's above showing you. Four seconds of the Lion King when it just did it. Mm-hmm. Fuck off, Chicken Little. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so Disney got the shit kicked out of them by Shrek when it became a major hit, and this is them wanting to be Shrek. But instead of Mike Myers, they got Zach Braff, and there you go. That's oh, the movie. <laughs> when you put it in those terms, it really sounds like a dark place for Disney to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of Eddie Murphy, they got Steve Zahn. <laughs> Another thing that happened in the first five minutes that just screams 2006 to me, I noticed when it first like shows the acorn, it like zooms and the camera shakes as if it's a person doing it. And I'm like, right. They want to be the office too. <laughs> they got the office shaky cam in this movie. Why? Wow. The, wow. The cameraman on this movie really, <laughs> really dropped the ball. Who, who was the DP on this? Right. I mean, I just imagine somebody like, like looking at this movie and being like, it's missing something. There's something that Chicken Little need. Oh, I got it. And like add a little camera shake. And they're like, it's perfect. We did it. 250,000 feathers. <laughs> it's like, this movie Every looks like somebody shit. I had a problem with the movie. Like, is this a really good idea? 250,000 feathers, Bill. We got to keep going. You see, like, it's you, too late to question it. You look at all the talk show interviews. It's like Zach Braff on Jay Leno. 250,000 yes. feathers. It was the original Lady Gaga saying, you can have 99 people in a room, but it's Zach Braff in every interview saying, 250,000 feathers. Feathers, David. 250,000. Oh, man. We need to move past the first five minutes. Not that there's anything that happens in this movie that's worth talking about. But uh, 
they they jump to a year later after the whole humiliating sky is falling thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a crazy little chick in the movie coming. Mm-hmm. How, what, what is that movie? I think. That's my question. Is it about a chicken that destroys the entire town and that's 90 minutes? I think someone at some point said, we should tackle the issue of bullying. And they started and then forgot to do or say anything about it. Right. They talk about like, there's like merchandise for this whole situation. There's commemorative plates. They're not microwave friendly and everything. But like, then you look at the poster for Crazy Little Chicken, the movie, and it's a picture of Chicken Little. It's not like they got like an actor to portray Chicken Little. Like he, is it a documentary? What the fuck are we talking about here, guys? Not that you have an answer. Because as you see by the end of the movie, it drastically changes and they make it. Also, was that William Shatner playing? It it was William Shatner. At the end of the movie, they play after Chicken Little saves the day. They play Chicken Little, the movie ace in action or whatever it's called and like it like plays him off as heroic and everything and it's like did you shoot an entire movie about how embarrassing chicken little's whole situation was and then you reshot the entire film oh it must have been like zero dark 30 when it was going to be about how we'll never find osama bin laden and then they found him so they had to change the ending oh really so, yeah that that's a real story <laughs> i just love the concept that they took a movie about how a crazy little chicken Ruined an entire town by causing crazy shit to happen. Mm-hmm. Cars destroyed, children being ripped from their caribs and everything. And then somehow it turned into a $250 million space epic starring William Shatner Chicken? I don't know. I'm assuming that William Shatner Chicken... I can't even finish that sentence because it made me think of <laughs> B. Larry King. <laughs> and I hate myself. I, I uh, to moving forward. so bad this podcast. <laughs> It's coming. That's Wait. a promise within this calendar year. Adam West played Ace Hollywood Chicken Little, not William Shatner. Oh. I, I, I keep not asking you questions about the cast list, but I have a cast list up here for any time I have questions. So Chicken Little's dad, I wasn't paying much attention when I watched it today. I did watch uh-huh. him take notes earlier this week. Chicken Little's dad is driving him to school. They get into an argument, mm-hmm. and then suddenly Chicken Little is walking to school. Did his dad say, hey, we're six blocks away from school, get out of the car and walk the rest of the way because I don't want to be seen with you? No, that's not out of character for Buck, but <laughs> he dropped him off at the bus stop, and then the oh, bus driver didn't pick bus, him up, right? and it was, then it became the scene from Spider-Man 1 as he ran after the bus, but Mary Jane isn't a character in this universe, so nobody actually helped him. I would say that Abby Mallard is the Mary Jane character in this universe. She is, but I guess she wasn't on the bus. Yeah, and then the, the, we start into this whole sequence of the movie where uh, they play the catchiest song in the world by Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, I just... One in little my notes, slip. I just put Bare Naked Ladies, really. <laughs> I remember when I watched this as a kid, I was like, Bare Naked Ladies, am I allowed to watch this movie? <laughs> I was the... the the Christianist little kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. This isn't Switchfoot. <laughs> no, actually, I think the movie is pretty good when they don't have dialogue. Like it's because that I, just sort of like it was just a fun sequence of him thinking of creative ways to get past problems of being little. And it's sure. like, that's fun kids cartoon. I, I like that. I would say the movie looks like shit, though. So it's hard to watch at times. Yeah. So even when it's dialogue, so like if this was like a movie completely devoid of dialogue made for four-year-olds, it would still be. Yeah. It would be a lot to deal with, I think. I was gonna. I'm trying to think of an example of a movie that's bad, but the animation is good. 
Do you know the cartoon Adam Sandler one? Eight yeah, that's nights. absolutely, yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that movie like looks like Iron Giant, but yeah, the, the jokes are like <laughs> such shit. It's, it's just like racist. frozen poop jokes. Right, homophobic. It's horrible. It's. I was about to say we should do an episode <laughs> on that, and then I started thinking about it. So that's never happening. It's not. Yeah. It's not a B movie. It's not right. something that's bound to happen in so, the calendar year. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> so to impress his dad and to sort of earn his father's love, Chicken Little decides that he's going to join the baseball team. We're jumping that fast. Oh, dude, we got to jump. We got it. What okay, else let is me, there to talk about? Let me just say, <laughs> I just got pissed off when they introduced all the secondary characters. Oh, sure. I guess they're setting up that, oh, these kids are bullied. One's fat. One's ugly. But they also want you to laugh at the fact that one's fat. One's ugly. And I'm like, right. mixed signals here? <laughs> like, if we're going to say that Endgame fat shames Thor, let's look at Runt. That was a big note Carl Weezer without any of the personality <laughs> or fun. Just... Right, you're right. The movie does. It's like, hey, you should feel bad for this character because he's big and people make fun of him for it. But when he's introduced, the guy is like, run to the litter. And he stands up and he drops his pencil and then he falls over with his desk. He's like, like squeals like a pig. And then they also want you to laugh at people throwing dodgeballs at him constantly. There's a whole scene. He's the only one who gets hit and he gets hit a lot. Mm -hmm. And then... The same thing with the ugly duckling. Like yeah, you're Abby supposed Howard, to Joan Cusack's character. Mm-hmm, you're supposed to feel bad, but also still kind of laugh at it. Right. I also just hate that she has a beak and teeth. I think that bothered me <laughs> the most. Yeah, that's disturbing. I, I would say that I had a hard time in this movie. It seems like you understand what the movie wants you to laugh at and what mm-hmm. it doesn't. I could not make that distinction. <laughs> Throughout this movie, I was like, I think... I don't know what is a joke. What is supposed to be funny in this? Is this a drama? Like, I didn't laugh at anything, really. I don't remember. If we're jumping ahead, there was one line that I thought, wow, this is the funniest line in the movie. And then they did it four more times. And I'm like, never mind. 
After the second time he says the world is ending, uh, Buck Cluck's computer says, you got hate mail. And I thought that was funny. Oh, I remember that. Then they did it like four more times. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. They knew they had a good joke and they ran with it. (laughs) They just do that the rest of the movie. He's always getting like, ding, ding. Just like constantly, uh, but Clack like looks in the corner. He's got a shotgun there. It's like <laughs> tomorrow, old friend. <laughs> oh fuck man! Buck Cluck. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Buck Cluck. Hashtag fuck Buck Cluck. So Stuart Little joins the baseball team to impress yeah. his dad. the The whole thing. This movie is so weird in the way that it portrays underdogs because. Chicken Little wants to join the baseball team. He wants to be the hometown hero, even though he has no technical proficiency at baseball. Foxy Moxie is really good at baseball, mm-hmm. is great at baseball. And sure, she's like a bully and she's mean to Chicken Little, but he had it coming to him. He's a piece of shit and I hate him. And the the entire town is like rooting for a 12-year-old girl. And instead, he demands to be given the spotlight at every opportunity. He's like, I'm the hero of the movie. I don't care that this town, like, that the hometown hero is like a 12-year-old girl. I'm going to win the game. He's just so entitled to see this powerful woman going and achieving so much in the game of baseball that he deserves it. He deserves that spotlight. I feel like that's what it is. I mean, you hear hear all the time that like Anna Kendrick was an asshole in high school. Mm -hmm. She might've grown out of it. Foxy (laughs) Moxie is a 12 year old girl. She doesn't deserve to be fucking brainwashed at the end of the movie and like set back to her simplest ways where she's walking around singing the lollipop song. Yeah, that's what this movie does. Well, if we're going to get into the disturbing underlying politics of Chicken Little. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's dive right into that. So she's punished for achieving in like her natural talents. And for being a bully. Let's be fair. She is mean to Chicken Little. She's mean to run to the litter. She's mean to Abby Mallard. Her friends are mean too. But she's a bully. She shouldn't be punished for whatever any of the baseball stuff she earned her achievements right, in right. baseball. Yeah. If it showed us that she was cheating at baseball, mm-hmm. then it'd be like, okay, chicken little, or like, you know, like her behind the alley, like taking money to throw the big game or something like that. <laughs> chicken little. Okay, fine. You're justified in this one. He's, he's just trying to win his father's love. This is yeah. like a Rocky movie. Mm-hmm. Like she wants it for the glory. He wants it to win his father's love. A little bit. He is mostly after the glory. We don't know anything about her. Maybe she just it feels passionate about the sport. She didn't ask to become the town hero. She right. just want. She's just playing the game. I just think that Chicken Little wants to prove that men are superior once and for all. This yeah, is battle. He's definitely for sure. like kind of guy that spends time on 4chan. <laughs> yeah, Reddit. He's, he's red pilling all over the place. He's that. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done to Chicken Little? Okay, no, we're keeping Nothing going. that the movie hasn't done to Chicken Little. Honestly, On he its own. is terrible. He is the worst. He's not good. But I don't know. I wanted to talk about the Foxy Moxie thing before we get away from it, just to talk about her entire character in this five-minute chunk. Yeah. At the end of the movie, she's literally like, like the aliens come down, they abduct her, they send her back to Earth, and they're like, okay, we fucked up her brain, we fried her a little bit. She... It doesn't look like they abduct her. In the scene where she's shot by the laser, it looks like she fucking died. Really? Oh, and they bring her back. (laughs) They do. They like War of the Worlds her, but they bring her back. Okay, maybe the lasers abduct people. I might have missed that. Don't think that I know anything about this movie that you don't know. Because she just gets shot with a laser and she's gone. And I think I wrote down, did she just fucking die? (laughs) They just send down a rough Which I thought was great. And then she comes back and it's like, okay, they're not committing to obliterating a 12-year-old. I guess that's fine. You're not Brightburn. It's... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just wild because like they they take away her character, they bring her back. She's like back to the state of mind of a five year old. Like she's skipping around, singing a lollipop song. Run mm-hmm. to the litter's all stoked about it, and they're like, "Uh, we could like set her back if you guys want." And Run to the Litter is like, no, I think she's good. And the aliens leave and just leave her that way. And it's like, I guess that she's not going to bully Chicken Little anymore, but... What happened to her? What kind of life is she going to lead? What the fuck? Nobody stops to ask, what does it feel like being her right now? Like, what happened to her mind? She's trapped inside of her mind. Like, somewhere in the back of her mind is her, like, vast consciousness behind, like, this barrier. It's a twilight But completely unable... To reclaim control of her body. Yeah, Yeah. and she was like the star baseball player. Like, she was destined for great things. This movie did Foxy Moxie wrong, and I'm righteously indignant about it. Anyways. Hashtag fuck buck cluck. This is... If you support Foxy Moxie, use our hashtag. Hashtag fuck buck cluck is going to turn into people drawing porn of buck cluck, for sure. It better. (laughs) You're right, and I... I hate myself. Well, everything I say about Chicken Little. All right, so... He wins the big game. He wins the big game, which, that was nice. At first, I thought they were going to make him lose at the very last second, (laughs) just because... I think that's what I'm really like... Because that's what he deserves. Well, yes, but I just think, even when he's going up to bat, and they just go on and on about how no one thinks he's going to win, I'm like... We get it, guys. Everyone hates him. Right. Like, I don't like him either, but this is excessive. <laughs> right. I mean, the movie does not intend for you to hate Chicken Little as much as I hate Chicken Little, for sure. But it's like, it's again, I feel like someone at some point thought, oh, we're going to tackle the issue of bullying, but they just show it and say nothing about it. It's like, wow, everyone hates this 12-year-old kid. Right. I guess their opinions matter, because at the end of the movie, they change their minds. I mean, He's never it, told not to worry about it. Right. I mean, and, and to talk about Buck Cluck a little bit and everybody's reactions to Chicken Little, everybody in the town remembers that time that he had like a schizophrenic episode mm-hmm. and thought the sky was falling. Really, he was just hit by an acorn and he yeah. demolished a bunch of houses and buses and ruined the movie theater and killed seven kids and whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. His dad just kind of forgets about that because he's good at baseball <laughs> or because he made one home run at a baseball game and won the tournament. But it's like his dad still thinks that he had a psychotic breakdown and isn't like looking to get him into therapy. I know that that's not going to happen in this Disney movie, whatever. But like his dad is suddenly proud of him. They're like singing. We are the champions together. Cause all he cares it's about is artificial. his own image. The idea that something's wrong with him never even crossed his mind. All he wants, he cares about is how embarrassed he was and how he got hate mail as hilarious as that was. It's, not good for his image. He's right. Buck Ace Cluck. And that just has such, it doesn't have a ring to it, but let's imagine that has a great ring to it. Buck Ace Cluck. <laughs> He's got to keep up that image. It's his personal brand. Right. This movie just keeps on trucking, man. I guess the, the, that scene where he's like in his room alone after the big game is where he finally finds the piece of the sky. Yes. After singing, by the way, we can't go past We Are the Champions, singing into a spoon. The incredible no, performance sings, by Zach Braff. I am the champion. I am the champion. <laughs> it's an even more narcissistic this, version of it. This track is on Spotify. <laughs> no. First, your face dropped. It is. It is on Spotify. I don't know why anybody would ever listen to Zach Braff singing acapella, I am the champion from Chicken Little, but it's available to you if you're interested. See, what's really funny about that, little backstory if you look here in the... Uh, production side of the Wikipedia article. 
That was from an unreleased solo record of Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> he was just going to be singing the classics of Queen. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a whole like troubled production behind that. Right. I think he tried to get everybody else from Scrubs involved, and none of them wanted to do it. And so then, no record label was going to pick it up because he sold it as Cast of Scrubs Sings. But then, when they only got Zach Braff singing with no musical accompaniment, right. nobody would pick it up. So it was in his contract that yes, I'll do the chicken movie, but you got to include some of my music. You know, it's not selling enough, and maybe this will finally get Capitol Records to call me back. And he the was- writers then said. <laughs> We'll put a clip of it in the story. (laughs) That was their loophole. He was really excited to be in Bohemian Rhapsody. He was really pissed when Rami got the part. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. So the sky in this world is an alien spaceship? Question mark. I don't know what's happening in this movie. I'm so, because a a piece of the sky falls to the earth, right? It's a piece of the spaceship. And if you. It's all done visually because the fish guy says it. He holds it up to other things and it just takes the form of what's behind it. Right. So it was never the sky. Is this is the spaceship only over this town or is it over the entire world? It what's was, the deal? It was only over the town because okay. if you paid attention to the last couple minutes, right. they, they love they acorns. The acorns it's the, every year. And they have the right. best acorns in the universe. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hate that I have the answer so, to this question. So once a year, the spaceship comes to Earth, mm-hmm. sets up their... So like reflection panel things or whatever they're called mm-hmm. drops one on chicken little's head. He's embarrassed in front of the entire town fucks off to space. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that only happened once. They did it again. He almost Twice. is embarrassed again. I, I, I bet they would do it every year. Well, that's also because the dad alien doesn't want, he can't return it anymore. The warranty's up. There's some <laughs> dumb dialogue about that. <laughs> Ugh, this movie has so many bits where they're like, oh, here's a joke for the parents. And it's like, no, no, that's not funny. Hey, <laughs> keep making jokes hey, for dumb, parents, dumb babies. You know warranties? <laughs> <laughs> Hate mail. Hey, you know lawnmowers? <laughs> God, uh, I could use some tax exemption. <laughs> God, this movie. I don't know, man. We haven't mentioned anything about the fish out of water. Do we have to? They definitely wanted... 12 year old boys to think that's the best character he's the goofball he he definitely he's had a mcdonald's happy so random life. lol xd like they tried so hard yeah and he sort of like creates some really troubling questions about the way this universe works mm-hmm. like when you watch bojack horseman right they yeah. really explain like most of the fish live, live underwater the fish that are on land like walk around drinking water all day mm-hmm. this fish out of the water he has like a like a scuba hat on, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it like a fishbowl? I don't. I can't visualize. It's a it in scuba my mind. hat. Okay. Yeah. Do all fish people have this? And I don't are think non-verbal? we see any other fish people. Yeah. Maybe he's a foreign exchange student. Oh God! Now it's kind no. Of that racist. makes sense. No, no, no. You got it. <laughs> you fucking tackled it and you took it away. I love <laughs> it. I mean, I feel like this movie just needs to get into some of the like politics of this world like zootopia is all about like zootopia is stupidly fleshed out (laughs) if we're comparing it to chicken little it's not even fucking okay (laughs) fuck political drama of the year (laughs) not even kidding like that that movie's great it's very good and the world building is kind of on point yeah none of that here it's just Mm -hmm. like they're animals they don't really need to be animals they could just be humans 
except that he has to be a chicken. He could have been a chicken. Everybody else could be a human. What if well, he was a chicken? that's the thing. They thought of like a couple good jokes, and it's not even like BoJack when they fill the background with great animal jokes. If you're not, if you don't have any speaking lines, you're a dog. In this world, if you don't have any lines, you're a dog. Right. They just gave up and copy pasted the gym teacher all over the town. <laughs> oh, this movie sucks. It really sucks. <laughs> Do you have anything to talk about before we get to like the final? confrontation in the movie because that's what i want to skip to there's nothing in that middle part i think i honestly was not paying attention for most of the middle part i mean Uh, there's a moment in this movie later on in the movie just talking about buck cluck some more i mean he he has the whole redemption arc with chicken little where he's like i believe you son i believe that you were right all along and everything like basically the aliens lose there's aliens in this movie. Who fucking cares? The aliens lose <laughs> one of their kids the on Earth. <laughs> Chicken Little I mean, has him. I was going to say, I doubt anyone's listening to this who hasn't seen it. And then I'm like, no, no, there's no people probably will a not lot of watch this movie here. and good for them. Yeah. So, so like the big, like pivotal scene where Buck Cluck finally accepts his son and says like, I guess you were right all along. I trust you. I believe you like his fucking Reed had talked about this. My, mm-hmm. my partner Reed had talked about this because in school they showed a clip from Chicken Little mm-hmm. and said like, this is an example of really, really bad staging and framing. Mm-hmm. Like look at the way that this chicken man's little dongle thing that comes off his head just waves in front of his face the entire scene. It's constantly moving when he's having this big emotional <laughs> conversation with his son. It's just moving. And it's like the only thing you can look at is this fucking red piece of shit dongle. Well, see, that's when you know something was designed out. for real 3D. It's <laughs> right. full of dongles. Coming at, coming at the camera but it's like, like that's why the navi all have penises just because they right. wanted to use that dongle technology i just think it's incredible that like the pivotal emotional moment for gary marshall in this movie is completely overshadowed by his red fucking i thing hate you calling it head. the pivotal emotional moment for gary marshall i mean not that he's doing anything in this movie worth watching but like yeah. damn dude that whole scene, I mean, you heard my thoughts. I think it's summed up where he's like, I'm, I'm proud sorry of you that now. you thought you needed to earn my love. <laughs> it's such a dad move. That's the most dad thing I've ever heard, which fuck, says something fuck, about my fuck. dad probably. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say my dad wouldn't say that, but not going to go show off my dad. <laughs> Um, and then immediately after that scene, Chicken Little runs over and kisses Abby Mallard. Mm-hmm. And he has some bullshit line where he's like, like Abby Mallard, he's like talking to her, make like a big motivational speech, and then he runs away. And she's like, oh, I guess you didn't want to kiss me. And he runs back and he's like, I just wanted to tell you, I, I've always found you extremely attractive. And he makes out with her. I'm like, Oh, I guess I missed that too. Wow. Really? <laughs> I really was checked out after the dongle scene. Yeah, I'm like, this movie just wants to make me throw up. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to make me throw up so hard. <laughs> They're going for it. Like, who is invested in the love affair between Abby Moward and Chicken Little? What the fuck are you talking about, movie? Well, it's one of those things that even when they, like, first introduced it, she randomly says, oh, and you're cute. And he's like, what? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I've seen this done in almost every cartoon ever. <laughs> and I want, I, I like want to say, oh, it's cheesy in every cartoon. I shouldn't give them shit for it. But it's somehow worse here. They right. like do such a standard trope and they make it bad. <laughs> Well, because the thing about the movie is that my entire time watching it, avoiding the fact 95% of the time she's talking about Chicken Little or his dad. Yeah. Terribly fails the Bechtel test. Who gives a fuck? 
her and Run to the Litter give me major vibes of who are the two friends from Mean Girls? Do you know who oh, I'm talking yeah. about? Like the gay I don't guy know their and names. the lesbian girl. Yeah. Like they totally gave me that vibe. Like she she seems gay coded, but mm-hmm. like the movie doesn't really obviously do anything with that. It's 2006 Disney, not even 2019. It's not Disney's even a good 2006 it. Disney. <laughs> right. I mean, that's all this movie needed to do to be a 10 out of 10 in my book. <laughs> gay Abby Mauer just makes out Foxy Moxie in the third act. Perfect film. I mean, it's an objective improvement, but 10 out of 10 is <laughs> kind, of, kind of a lot is all I'm saying. So basically, Chicken Little, the aliens lose their kid on Earth. The kid ends up following Chicken Little around. The aliens are trying to get the kid back. Everybody knows that the sky was actually falling and there was aliens up there and everything. And it's conveniently explained in front of the entire town to completely resolve that conflict. <laughs> right. And... There's conspiracy theories about how Chicken Little really, like, actually got hit by an acorn and stuff like that. (laughs) It was an inside job. If you go to (laughs) chickentruth.com.org. So there's, like, a big chase sequence in the movie. They play I Will Survive. Who gives a fuck? That was, like, the ultimate, like, movie song of the early 2000s. Like, you hear that in, like, fucking Men in Black 2, Chicken Little. Yeah, no, I didn't like the music cues, and I didn't like the weirdly introduced pop culture references from runt of the litter like randomly like it's too late and he starts spouting off carol king lyrics it's too late baby no it's too late and we really did try to make it and it's like what i mean that's why i was saying that he was gay coded like he loves like carol king and like who who else did he say he said like some other he loves like show tunes Mm -hmm. and the movie's like i mean what are you gonna do with that in a disney animated movie who cares (laughs) So there was this one scene, there was not even a scene from the movie, but a shot from the movie that just entirely disgusted me and made me want to throw up. And it wasn't when she, like, Abby Mallard did the full teeth smile with the beak, because that's what did it for me. (laughs) Aside from when Chicken Little and Abby Mallard full tongue make out in this movie for no fucking reason, uh, there was a scene where Chicken Little, he's like running up a building to try and give the aliens their kid back, Mm -hmm. and he just full on suction slaps this disgusting fucking dongle onto the building. He goes like, dongle legs, dongle legs, dongle legs, like over and over again, just slapping his fucking head onto this building and suctioning himself to it. I'm like... This is not okay. This is not appropriate for a kid's movie. This is not appropriate. Who had to animate this? I feel for their families. At that point of the movie, I'll be honest, it started skipping through. Entirely checked out, (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah, you're not missing anything. I mean, Fred Willard shows up. (laughs) That's right. I kind of felt like uh, the Chicken Little movie is this universe's Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit. I thought of that, but that's also because the end ended with this like spaceship sequence set to Ain't No Mountain High Enough, which is exactly right, how that's why I felt Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy ends. <laughs> Different version, yes, but the same song, same color scheme. I mean, that was a good bit. I said earlier nothing really made me laugh in this movie. Definitely the hate mail thing was funny, and I probably laughed at the very ending, mm-hmm. like where they sort of just like introduced this whole thing of like, oh, the Chicken Little movie is like a spacefaring, like they completely aggrandized everything and made it look like Chicken Little did some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And then like Run to the Litter was like some crazy war commander or something like that. That's funny. I liked his design. Yeah, I guess that's good enough. But, you know, if the movie had more jokes like that in it, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. I bet they thought the jokes they had were like that. Like, remember uh, the Lion King bit? That was great. Uh, 
Yeah, speaking of this movie trying to be like Shrek, ending with a silly dance party. Hate it. Thanks, Shrek. I love Don't Shrek. Break but... in my heart. That was very. That's literally the karaoke dance party, <laughs> yeah. but with only one song. I mean, that's that's the thing is I love Shrek. Mm-hmm. Shrek introduced a lot of things to the pop culture landscape of animation that really fucked us up for a long time. Celebrities in every one of them. Yep. It's like, a big one. Yeah, like big like jokes for the parents. Like, <laughs> oh, jokes about Shrek's The warranty ass. on the spaceship. Right, yeah. Shrek jokes about jerking off. Okay, guys. <laughs> it's a fucking movie for 10-year-olds. Jesus. But, yeah, big silly dance scene at the ending. Hated it. Couldn't mm-hmm. stand it. Par for the course with Chicken Little. Yeah. Not that I was surprised. I expected no, That's it. exactly what it was going to do. Because like we said, it saw what Shrek did. And it's like, we're in on the joke too. Um, right, right. We can do like a snarky wink at the camera sort of Bugs Bunny bit. I'm trying to, like a DreamWorks face like they did on all the posters. It's like they just wanted that and a whole movie of that. Yeah, this feels like a DreamWorks movie for sure. Like we mentioned B-movie at the beginning. This yeah. feels comparable. Except Very. the B-movie is much more memeable. It's also just better. And I think just because at every chance it has, Chicken Little goes low effort and bad. <laughs> I don't know. What did you think of Chicken Little, Ian? Oh, I Rated, loved it. Rated out of 10 dongles. Uh, I'd have to say two dongles, you know, one for Chicken Little and one for good old Buck Cluck. Actually, you know what? I'll give it three <laughs> for the way that dongle moved in the emotional climax. That's that's definitely ha- two and a half dongles. Let's compromise <laughs> at two and a half dongles. Yeah, I'll give this a two dot seven six dongles. <laughs> Classic two dot seven six. Damn, what a piece of shit! This is on Netflix. If you guys want to watch it, I don't recommend it. I recently looked at a list of things leaving Netflix soon, and it's not on it. So I <laughs> they think can't it's, get rid of they, it. They're trying. They accidentally signed up to make the Chicken Little animated series. Don't joke, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Ian, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. Uh, yeah. Where can people find you online? Whether social media handles, stuff like that. No one can find me. I'm too quick. Uh, look at, End at it there. Ian. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> <laughs> at Ian Schrank on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, that's I-A-N-S-C-H-R-A-N-K. Uh, my fax number is 276 394 872. He was actually looking at his phone for that, so that's real. <laughs> this was a picture of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what fax machines are. I'm a hashtag millennial. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Stop20Mia. And as always, I'm your host, Mia Marchant. And I'm here if you need to talk. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.